Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. This is episode 57. I am Kevin McTaggart, the host. If you're new to the podcast, thank you. If you're not new to the podcast, thank you. Um, Basically, my podcast is just me talking about stuff. Usually getting angry about things. People want me to get angry about more stuff and be more passionate on my podcast. Well, it's my podcast. So if I want to get angry about stuff on my podcast, then I will get angry about stuff on my podcast. If you want to get angry about stuff on your own podcast, why don't you start your own podcast? All right? Don't give me that crap. All right? I'll do whatever the hell I want because it's my podcast. I'm just going to give my opinions on things. I may get upset about some stuff. I may not. I may find stuff hilarious. I really don't care what you want me to do for my podcast. Because it's mine. That being said, I I did say welcome. So, welcome. Um, Let's see. What, one big thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast was uh, the government shutdown. There's a government shutdown. Um, I'm recording this on, um, uh, what the fuck day is it? Um, the 21st? Yeah, that's right. January 21st, 2018. And, um, uh, there's still a government shutdown, I believe. I don't think they've, they've, uh, reconciled that. It's just, it's just, I was watching it yesterday and it was just like, I was watching CNN yesterday and it just, everyone's like, um, blaming the other side, like the Democrats are blaming the Republicans, the Republicans are blaming the Democrats, Trump's upset because he might get blamed, he's the president, he's going to get blamed for a lot of shit, the presidency is a tough job that's highly scrutinized, scrutiny is not something that Trump is used to, obviously. Because he doesn't react well to scrutiny at all whatsoever. He should have realized that. He should have realized that the presidency is a very highly scrutinized, criticized position. Because, I mean, obviously he neglected that fact. Obviously he thought that, like, it was some sort of, you know... He he didn't think of that aspect. He just wanted to be president. He didn't think of all the crap that entailed it. I would never want to be president because I wouldn't want people to criticize me. I criticize myself enough. I wouldn't want anyone else to criticize me. All right. So it bothers me because like I've I've had a running criticism in my head all the damn time. So I don't need like people to like criticize me. It's ridiculous. But yeah, so I, I guess I understand what I'm saying is I guess I understand what what Trump what Trump means how Trump feels. So I but I know that I would never want to be president, and he should have realized that too. So, but yeah, there was a government shutdown. It's just it's just annoying that like instead of trying to solve our problems, mostly we just try to find out who to blame. And our government believes in never blame yourselves, always blame others.
because that's that's what happens. They always blame <laughs> the Democrats are blaming the Republicans, and the Republicans are blaming the Democrats. It's 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 a, it's a stupid, goddamn annoying, childish, immature game that they're fucking playing, and it's just annoying to me. Like, I wonder how long this this shutdown is going to go on for. Yeah, I I just had to check because I'm in, I'm in a hotel room and um, the TV's not working in the hotel room at the Hilton Garden Inn in Burlington, Vermont. The goddamn, like, ugh, I'll get back to the shutdown thing in a minute, but let me get to this stupid fucking shit that's pissing me off today, like... I check into the hotel and they give me a slip telling me, oh, the TV is broken. Once you turn the TV on, don't turn it off. So, like, I come in yesterday and I uh, turn on the TV and it's on the Weather Channel. And it stays on the Weather Channel for a second and then it turns off. And then it turns back on and it's on the Weather Channel. And then it turns... It's on for a second, and then it turns off. And it does that over and over and over the fuck over again. So I called the front desk, and they came by. And actually, they were already walking through and doing it. So they did reset the TV, and they said not to turn it off. So what do I do last night is my stupid ass turns it off. But I turn it off at such an hour that nobody can come and turn it back on for me and reset it. So they said to just unplug the TV. So basically, I haven't been able to watch TV all night, which actually isn't that big of a deal. Um, I think that's fine, because like what, what I've done at home, I would have watched television. And what am I doing instead? I'm, I'm, I'm not watching television. I mean, I'm still distracted by looking at screens and shit like, like Facebook. I still look at Facebook. I'm not... God, I'm such a Facebook addict. It's terrible. Social media. I'm... I think I'm, I don't know if I'm addicted to social media as much as I'm addicted to thumb scrolling. I think I just need something to thumb scroll through, you know, just to look at and get distracted by. That's all I'm addicted to. I don't think I'm addicted to screens. I'm addicted to thumb scrolling. That's basically what it is. Yeah. It's, so maybe I should just cut off my thumb. I don't know. Or maybe I should stop thumb scrolling. Maybe that's what I should do. It's It's just... Stop thumb scrolling. That might be a good idea. But yeah, so I think it's a. It sucks that I have no TV in here, but it's a sign. I feel like it's a sign for me. Because I, truth be told, I need to work on my comedy material and write my comedy material and write it better and plan better. Because like, I had a show last night, totally inappropriate, over at the social club. In Burlington here, that's why I was here, and my friend Mecca does the show, and, um, I, I mean, I, I, I was fine, I did a good job, everybody liked it, um, I did tell one totally inappropriate joke for it, that I was saving for totally inappropriate, and it turns out the joke was way too inappropriate for totally inappropriate, so, so that's a shame, <laughs> but actually it's not a shame, I'm actually proud of the fact that the joke I had was too inappropriate for totally inappropriate. Yep. I will have that as a credit now. He is too inappropriate for totally inappropriate. Kevin McTaggart. So yeah. 
So that was fun. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I think not having a TV is, is, is fine. I'm, it's good. It's good. Because I spend too much time watching TV anyway. Or just like having it on. Oh my god. What the fuck? TV is like the worst. If you think about it. Because all we do is watch television and see other shit. See, we watch other people's problems is basically what we're doing when we watch TV. We're watching other people's problems instead of trying to focus on our own problems. I'm not saying that I'm going to give up TV. I'm not stupid. But I'm aware of the fact of how much of a distraction TV is. A time waster. Watching TV shows. I'm so glad I suck at binge watching. Like, I have five episodes left of Stranger Things, and I might keep it that way. I might keep it that way. I'm not 100% sure on that. We'll see. So anyway, the the shutdown. What was I going to fucking say about the shutdown? Oh, yeah. Because I had to... uh, I, I looked at my CNN app on my phone to make sure that the shutdown's still happening. And the shutdown is still happening as of right now. It's just so stupid. It's just... This shutdown is a perfect example about why I hate politics. Because of the blame game that's going on. Like, our political leaders spend more time blaming each other than solving problems. I think I think that's that's the main thing that our politicians talk about is blaming each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I said earlier. They believe in the philosophy never blame yourself, always blame others, and they clearly follow that. And that is annoying. That is a terrible philosophy to follow. Take blame for yourself. Blame yourself. Why can't our po- I want a politician who's going to blame himself. Who's going to take the credit for, for, for screwing up. I don't want a politician who, you know, screws up and blames other people. But really, it doesn't even matter to me with politics anyway. Who, who, who's to blame? I don't give a shit who's to blame. Fix the shutdown, dumbass. Ridiculous. Just fix the goddamn shutdown. Don't, it's, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I feel like the parent. I don't care who started it. Somebody end it. You know, I'm not even a parent. I'm giving out fucking advice like that. It's ridiculous. Oh my god, stupid fucking shutdown. But I feel like the shutdown is happening and the government's not being able to help us. And it's not working for us right now. How is that different when there's not a shutdown? It's not much different. I don't think it's much different. Oh, fuck. Stupid fucking shutdown. There's no goddamn TV in this hotel room. But I'll be recording. I'm I'm 
like I said, I'm recording this on a Sunday. I may add more stuff to this, and I probably will add more stuff to this as the week progresses. I've been meaning to do that. Like, once again, I'm taking this podcast behind the curtain. I've been meaning to, like, record the podcast throughout the week and just continue to add stuff to it. So that's what I'm going to be doing this week. Like, this this one's probably not going to be released until next, until this Thursday or, or Friday. Hmm. Maybe Wednesday. Some busy Thursday. I'm going to go see the Honky Tonk Man in Middlebury, Vermont on Thursday night at the Marquee Theater. Tickets are $15. That should be fun. And I did go see the Honky Tonk Man on Thursday at the Marquee Theater in Middlebury. It was a lot of fun. It was the first time... I've met, like, a big-time professional wrestler. Like, I don't think I've ever... Yeah, no, he was the first. The Punky Tonk Man was the first. It was... I I was nervous. I was really freaking nervous to meet him. I didn't... Thanks to GW Foley for helping introduce me to him. Because GW was working the show as the cameraman. And Pierre was um, on the show while he was the booker. And he was also the... The, he was the um, he was the host of the show, and he also uh, performed before him before Honky went on. And Pierre did a great job too, as always. But it was it was fun. It was fun to meet him. He told me like when I first, when I met him the first at the beginning, you know, he told me a story about because uh, GW told him I was a comedian. He's like, oh, you're one of the comedians um, leading up to me tonight, and I'm like. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. And he mentioned how he was did a show in Connecticut uh, a few days before, and they had three comedians go on before him, and they were all supposed to do ten minutes each, and they all went thirty minutes each. So he didn't get out of there until like ten thirty at night. Poor honky tonk man. Then when I did the meet and greet part, where I had him sign a picture for me, and we took a picture together. Um, he told me the story about uh, the Montreal screw job, basically, where he was um, he was there that night at Survivor Series, and then he left early, and then he came into Raw the next night, and at, um, just nonchalantly asked Jim Ross, "Hey, what the hell happened to you guys last night?" Meaning, what did you guys do after the show? And Jr. just shot him an evil look. And then Rick Rude told Honky Tonk Man what had happened, how Brett beat the crap out of Vince McMahon. So, yeah, that that was a thing. So that was fun. That was a good time. Then he did, like, I think he did an hour and a half. Close to two hours, I think, he he was up there talking. But it was great. It was fun. He told had a lot of good stories. I recommend going to see Honky's one-man show, wherever he's doing it. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. And, um, so, yeah, I did, did go see the Honky Tonk Man. Um, speaking of wrestling, uh, Raw, Raw's 25th anniversary was this weekend. That, that show was this past Monday. Here's my review of it. Eh. I was, I was looking forward to the show. That was my mistake. I should not have been looking forward to the show. It was... I felt like they were just trying to cram everything in there in a three-hour span 
they just yeah they they said all these people were going to be there most of them were like backstage vignettes you know most of them were backstage segments you know and like i felt bad for the people at the barclay center who were there for an hour and a half and and watched the show on television and nothing happened not barclays at the manhattan center and nothing happened for them i mean oh my god it just they really need to think these things out a lot better than they do but yeah i was i <laughs> i regret passing on the comedy show i was supposed to do that night instead of going to see instead of watching raw 25th i could have gone without watching the 25th anniversary of raw i think the next time i say this now but then i think the next time there's like an anniversary show of raw i'm not going to yeah um i had a phone call just now that was weird i don't know but yeah but i think the next time i see a uh i'm there's a raw anniversary show i'm not gonna watch it because it nothing will probably happen and it'll just be more annoying than it is enjoyable. There was, like, the beginning of Raw 25 was cool with Austin and McMahon. And then the end of it was cool um, with the uh, with the Click and the um, Balor Club um, joining forces. That was fun. That was good to see. I was happy to see that. But, I mean, everything that happened in between those two segments was just utter bullshit. And I didn't, I could not care less about any of it. <sighs> so yeah, uh, 25th anniversary. That's ridiculous. And uh, the Royal Rumbles, this um, coming up, I'll be putting this out um, before, probably the night before the Royal Rumble. So um, uh, I have no idea. I like the fact that I have no idea who's going to win either one. I heard a rumor about Ronda Rousey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. I don't know. It should be Oscar. Oscar should win the Royal the Women's Royal Rumble. The first ever Women's Royal Rumble. So that should be fun. And let's see. I yeah, I don't I don't have a pick for the men. It's probably going to be Roman Reigns. Or maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's Roman Reigns because I'm not sure if I'm not sure who's does SmackDown have Elimination Chamber? Or does Raw have the elimination pay-per-view? I think SmackDown does. I don't know. I'm not sure. I have no idea. I'm just going to go watch it at GW Foley's house tomorrow and enjoy it. That's my plan. And I'm going to track the entrance and who gets eliminated. Because I'm a dork. And that's how that works. But yeah, I don't really have that many predictions. I don't know. I'm looking... I'm just... Probably best to go not not knowing what to expect. I think I'm going into it the best way possible. Oh, and um, something else I should probably mention is uh, the shutdown is over now for at least the next couple of weeks. I know but I started the podcast talking about um, the shutdown and how ridiculous it is and how it's a perfect example of how stupid our political government system is. But yeah, it's over now. We can all rest easy. So there's so there's that. So that's good. Um for now anyway, but oh my god. And the state of the union is on Tuesday night. Mm, I might try to watch that. I'm not sure. 
maybe I want I'm I want to see how many times Trump says fake news during his the State of the Union address. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, do some commentary on these my response to Trump's State of the Union address. Maybe that's what we'll do I'll do in episode fifty eight. Ah, oh, fucking Trump. Let's see what else is happening. Um. I've seen two movies recently, and I wanted to talk about them. I wanted to talk about um, those two movies. Uh, I saw The Shape of Water, with uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro. I think Richard Jenkins was in it. Michael Sheen was in it, too. I think that's his name. I might have his name wrong. But yeah, a lot of great performances in that movie. A lot of great special effects. I thought it was an excellent movie. Um... I I it was clearly my it, it, and I saw that it got like the most nominations for the Oscars, so um, um so I I think it certainly deserves it if if they do it and I thought it was very well done I thought it was a very cool story and kept me intrigued throughout. Michael Shannon is that his name? It's Michael Shannon I think. What's his name? Can I remember? It's damn it! I think it's Michael Shannon. He was the guy who played Zod in um, in the Man of Steel movie. Yeah, I think it was Michael Shannon. That's what it was. He's an excellent actor. He just, he'll, he's, he, he's clearly becoming one of my... All of his performances seem to be really good. I remember seeing him in the um, Boardwalk Empire series, and he did a great job in that. And then his, his career has springboarded since then, so that's that's really good for him. But I think he does a great job. He's a great job as an actor. And Richard Jenkins was the father, the dead father from Six Feet Under, which is also a great TV show. But yeah, he's he's he does a really good job in the movie too. And I can't remember the woman's name, but all, all of the performances were really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought the story was interesting. Um, I guess there's some sort of, I didn't look at it, but there's some sort of... Uh, allegations that uh, of plagiarism or something i don't know i didn't look into that but i don't care i thought the movie was pretty good i enjoyed it um if it wins the oscar that's cool um but if not that's cool too um let's see another movie i saw that like i was not i i really did not have much interest to see it i only went to see it because it got nominated for an oscar and that was the post. I didn't want to see that movie because I thought, oh, a, a, a newspaper movie. Like I loved Spotlight. Spotlight was a great newspaper-based movie, you know. And I thought, oh man, the post. Jeez, another stupid. Are we just gonna see newspaper movies from now on? Is that what's going to happen? But I saw the post, and I was pleasantly surprised by how awesome it was i loved that movie that was a great movie with tom hanks and meryl streep and i did not know i had no idea it was directed by steven spielberg but i thought it was great oh my god it's about um the early 70s with the pentagon papers i think and um the new york times busted out this big story leaking them and then they got in trouble so the washington post um in the midst of going public it's about their conflict with whether they wanted to pick up the story or not. 
And um, it was very interesting. And I, th- I thought there were a lot of parallels to what's going on now. Because, like, Meryl Streep's character was a female owner of a paper. And in the 70s, nobody gave a shit about women back then. So that was very interesting. And then, like, the parallels to, like, the President Nixon, you know, battling the press just reminded me of Donald Trump's fake news. I'm like, oh, my God, what a subtle... I felt like the movie was just a subtle fuck you to Trump. And it's just awesome. I hope he sees it. I hope he sees it. And he probably won't realize that the movie is directed at him. I feel like it is. I feel like... I I just feel like the post is completely... Is just a message to, to our current president. Is don't mess with the press. But yeah, I thought that was... Both of those movies are great. The Shape of Water and The Post. So go see them if you want. Or not. I don't care. I'm just telling you my opinion. And that's all that matters from my vantage point anyway. Is there anything else I wanted to talk about today before I go on to what pisses you off? Um, well, there was some football stuff I wanted to talk about in this episode. But I'm actually going to save it for next week's episode. When I do my second annual state of the NFL address, I'm going to talk about like next week's episode. If I ever decided, I'll I'll talk about the State of the Union, and I'll I'll talk about Trump's State of the Union, and I'll talk about my State of the Union for um, football because I'm going to talk about um, the Patriots and the XFL and a bunch of other things. But that'll be next. That'll be episode fifty-eight that I do that. So, but not this week. So, um, we'll move on to what what's pissing you off. Um, uh, as I usually do, I have um, people on Facebook tell me what's pissing them off, and I get angry about it on their behalf. And I'm trying to find the thing that I was going to talk about today and get angry about. It's actually it's a from uh, a, f- a friend from college, Leslie Zebrowitz, and she offered two. She offered two. I'm not going to say what the other one was, but I'm just going to talk about. Here's what her comment was about. Um, here's her this week's entrant, and what's pissing you off. Here's what she said. She's like, spending three hours scrubbing down the entire fridge just to have the husband come home and say the kitchen smells like fish, and then there's a bunch of symbols signifying curse words. So. I hate, I hate, you know, when a wife, when a woman, when someone or domestic partner, whatever, I'll do this, wait, let's try this again, all right, I hate when, yeah, that, that does, that does piss me off, actually, you know, like, poor Leslie spends, like, a whole afternoon cleaning her damn fridge. She's proud of it. It's great. She finished it. Her husband comes home and says, Hmm, kitchen smells like fish. Screw you, David. Whatever. Getting... <laughs> you have no idea how much she spent actually cleaning the refrigerator and you come home and make a stupid 
um, nonsensical comment about how bad the kitchen smells. If you had no idea how hard she worked to clean that fridge, it could be the first time she's cleaned that fridge in several years. Probably not, but roll with me on this. So the the audacity that... How about David cleans the fridge next time? That's it. That's what that's this is this has turned into an advice um portion, Leslie. You need to have him clean the damn fridge next time. Because how dare he come in? If he thinks the kitchen smells so bad, maybe he should clean it himself and see how hard it is. <sighs> well that was this week's uh what's pissing you off. I, it was um, If if that wasn't good enough for you, let me know and I'll try again next week. I promise. Um so, there's that. So, I think we'll wrap up the episode now. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, can't remember if I mentioned any of my sponsorship stuff, things, contact. But we'll do it again anyway. Follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. Um, look up the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Um, look up the YouTube channel for the McTaggart Attack Podcast and my YouTube channel. Um, let's see. What else did I have? I think that's all I have. And sponsors. That's right. Um, um, I'll do anything for money. If you want me to sponsor your product and my podcast, let me know. Because I will do it. Well, within reason. I mean, it depends on what you're selling. It depends. But we can talk. I'll talk to anyone who wants me to sponsor their products on my podcast. So... Um, drop me a line, contact me, something. Um, my email address is kmac5576 at aol.com if you want to talk to me that way, or send me a Facebook message or something. And I will promote your shit. I mean, not your actual shit, but you know what I'm talking about. Alright, this has um, been episode 57 of the Mectacular Type Podcast. Goodbye.